Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Commence primary ignition. If you like science fiction, then stay tuned as this episode of Movie Magic features three science fiction series that might keep you at home. I'll start with Silo. It's a new post-apocalyptic series based on the massive best-selling book series by Hugh Howey. Now let's explore how he got to be a best-selling author. His short story, Wool, was a standalone short story. This was his first book with a small press. After that, he decided to publish through Amazon.com's Kindle Direct Publishing System because of the freedom of self-publishing. After the series grew in popularity, he began to write more entries for it. In 2012, Howie signed a deal with Simon & Schulster to distribute wool to book retailers across the U.S. and Canada. He was smart because the deal allowed him to continue to sell the book online exclusively. He notably turned down seven-figure offers in favor of a mixed six-figure sum, in return for maintaining e-book rights. Now, a lesson to learn here is don't let money buy over your rights. Hugh Howey became closely tied to both Amazon and Kindle Direct Publishing, and with that, he opened up his silo saga to other authors, and that's because he still holds all the rights and can do whatever he pleases. He loves traveling, especially sailing. In mid-2015, he gave up his home in Florida and moved to St. Francis Bay, Eastern Cape, in South Africa. There, he commissioned the construction of a sailing catamaran on which he sailed the world from Cape Town to Australia. In November of 2022, he married pilot and former model Shay Laundrie. They live in New York. Now, his best-selling series, Silo, is an Apple TV Plus original. The set in the series has a very Star Wars feel to it. The sets are larger than life, with the help of fantastic CGI, and you can't tell what's real and what's not. The casting is fabulous. It stars the very talented Swedish actress Rebecca Ferguson. She is in a long list of movies, but I'll just name a few, like Mission Impossible Fallout and Rogue Nation, and she will be in the upcoming Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. She played the role of Jenny Lind in The Greatest Showman, where she lip-synced convincingly when she, you know, belted out the song Never Enough. And she played the role of Lady Jessica, the mother in Dune. She normally plays characters that are strong. In Silo, she plays one of the main characters, although she only comes in the later part of the episode. The other actors that have big roles in the series are David Oyelowo, 
Tim Robbins, and Rashida Jones, just to name a few. But Rebecca Ferguson drives the show as she's in all 20 episodes of Silo. Now, the first part of the first episode is a slow burn, filled with dialogue, and that is necessary to let us, the audience, know that there's something brewing. Then the second half is like, uh, how should I put it? Um, Like the lid has been taken off a coffee pot and we get the aroma of coffee, but we are not sure what type. That's how the show is set up. You'll want to know what's out there. What's the truth and who's lying to whom? Is it a conspiracy? Are the leaders hiding something from the citizens or are they clueless themselves because of what was handed to them hundreds of years ago? Those are some of the questions I was asking when I started to watch the series. Of course, if you've read the books, you probably know what's out there. But I haven't, and so this series makes me want to know what is out there. Money FM 89.3 Silo is slow in the first episode, but at the end of the first episode, it speeds up. And it'll make you want to watch the second and third because we are curious beings. And it'll keep us guessing. If there's no freedom, we want a taste of it. And my heart goes out to countries that stifle its citizens and they don't have the means to travel at all. People want to know what is outside if people are kept cooped in, don't they? Another science fiction series that might tickle your fancy is Black Mirror. It started way back in 2011 on British telly. It's a series set in the near future with state-of-the-art technology, but with today's social issues. Somehow we can relate to the stories although it is set in the future or sometimes the past. The latest season is on Netflix, and the great thing about Black Mirror is you don't have to watch the episodes in order. You can jump around as each episode is a story on its own. But I must say, though, the first two episodes have something in common. They both have a streaming platform in the episodes. It's called Strawberry. It's a fictional streaming platform, and... It's very much like Netflix. But instead of having the red letter N, it has a red letter S. But everything else feels and looks the same. The first episode, Joan is Awful, in the latest Black Mirror, is one of my favorites. It has that Groundhog Day story feel to it. And then Maisie Day is another of my favorite episodes from Black Mirror. It's one of my favorites as it has something to do with a creature from past classic horror films. Now, I'm not going to tell you what, as that will spoil the whole episode. The fifth episode, Demon 79, notice I'm jumping around, and that's what you can do too when you watch the series, um, is a horror episode based in Northern England in the year 1979. So the sets, the cars, the costumes are all set in that era. Even the songs, and you will love the songs, especially if you grew up in the late 70s and early 80s. One of the songs that fit the story so well in that episode because of the lyrics is Boomtown Rats, I Don't Like Mondays. Money FM 89.3, Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. I have time to talk about one more science fiction series here on Movie Magic. It's an older series on Netflix, and it only has two seasons. Season three was cancelled. So you might be asking, was it so bad that they cancelled it? Well, stick around and I'll tell you why the third season was cancelled. But first, here's a question for you. Do you think we're all connected in some way? 
If you answered yes, then you and I think alike. Here's one good example of how we are connected. Now, let's say one day, out of the blue, you start thinking of your friend who lives far away from you, and you haven't seen this person in a long time. Then, out of the blue, you open your email, and this friend sends you an email asking how you've been. It happened to me, because my friend, Florence Lin, sent me an email when I was thinking of her out of the blue, you know, reminiscing the old radio days. Uh, there was another time when my best friend Raphael was thinking of me and I had the urge to call him and we spoke over the phone. That's not coincidental. We are all connected in some telepathic way. So in this series, Sense 8, eight strangers around the world find themselves connected, first by a violent vision. And if you haven't seen this series, it can be quite disturbing and bloody. The other way they are connected is through their thoughts and actions. It's not a multiverse story, thank God. Of course, there are too many of those these days. But this story is about how these people are truly connected although they haven't seen each other at all. They are not even friends. They are total strangers. Then, finally, they need to find out what happened and why it happened. In the opening scene of Sense8's first episode, you'd see Daryl Hannah and she's in everyone else's vision. And she's the one that connects them all. She's like the mother. That's all I'm saying if you haven't watched the series. Season 1 was aired in 2015, and then the following year, Season 2 was aired. Yes, it is an old series, but you might have missed it on Netflix if your algorithms were not science fiction back then. It also has a great cast, with some great acting and directing, and it's from the creators of The Matrix and Thor. Now, it was so good, why did Netflix cancel the third season? I'll give you why it was so popular, and then I'll give you the reasons why it was cancelled. Now, it's modern, inclusive, lots of action, lots of fun and realistic characters uh, that we can identify with. It's acted by talented actors from all over the world, like Donna Bay from South Korea, from Spain, Miguel and Gail Silvestre, Indian-British actor Naveen Andrews, whose parents moved from Kerala, India to London before he was born. Tina Desai, the actress from Bangalore, India, who was also in The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel in its sequel, which is one of my favorite comedies because it's not only funny, it's down-to-earth and very realistic. And then the production work is just out of this world. It is so good. And now for the reasons why Netflix did not renew the series. You see, the production cost was very high, and that's why it was very good. The first season had an average budget of about $4.5 million per episode, and the second season, $9 million per episode. Why is it so high per episode? Well, it was filmed in nine cities in eight countries, and this was necessary to tell the story. So you can imagine flying the crew and everyone to different countries. That's cost. I know a lot of movies nowadays dress up a set to make it look like it was filmed in, let's say, Japan or India or uh, a country in Africa or Middle East. But you can tell when that is done. Yes, it saves costs, but it's not the same when shooting on location. It all boils down to money. The cost was too high, and Netflix couldn't fund it anymore. Or should I say didn't want to fund it anymore. 
The nine cities that the series were filmed in are Berlin, Chicago, London, Mexico City, Mumbai, Nairobi, San Francisco, Seoul, and Reykjavik, which is in Iceland, a city known for their abundance of hot water. Ironic, isn't it? Iceland with lots of hot water. I just found that out. Now, the scenery in the series is beautiful. And because some scenes were filmed in India with an all-Indian cast, there was also a Bollywood wedding dance scene, all choreographed like a typical Bollywood movie. It's a fun series to watch, and it's well represented with Asian actors and LGBTQ plus actors and some scenes as well. But I must warn you, there's quite a lot of nudity and sex. The last episode of season two ended with a cliffhanger and audiences around the world wanted more. So Netflix produced a two and a half hour series finale that was released on June 8, 2018. Since 8 had to be on a date that had the number 8, of course. It had a positive reception for the finale and it received a Primetime Emmy Award nomination for Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Series and two nominations by the GLAAD Media Awards for Outstanding Drama Series and Outstanding TV Movie or Limited Series for the season proper and series finale. It was also recognized with a Location Managers Guild Award for its use of locations as an integral part of the story. This is so important for the storytelling and a Primetime Emmy Award nomination for Outstanding Original Main Title Theme Music. Now, if you're like me, that enjoys watching science fiction series, you'll enjoy the three series that I just recommended. Behind the scenes of Money FM are Jessica and Pushan that do all the necessary and important paperwork. Raushan, the program manager. Loretta, the program director. Corey, the composer of Movie Magic's opening theme. And I'm your host, Colin. And without them, and without you, this show would not be possible. So thank you for listening to Movie Magic. Money FM 89.3.